Welcome to the Sports Space Podcast. It's your host with the motherfucking most you go offer. And it's your favorite co-host, as a go offer. And we are coming to y'all live <laughs> with A, I want to start this off respectfully because yes a lot of people do think i have my opinions when it comes to the older generations mm-hmm. and like older people but i do recognize legends in sports especially when it's legends that mean a lot to the sport mm. because not just mean a lot mean at a point meant everything because like there's there's pillars of sports you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. that kind of helped build it to what it is mm-hmm. and so yes i may talk about skills here and there but like we want to make this one dedicated to elgin baylor just because dog like i was reading some things this week that i really didn't know i think he was okay. original Mr. Triple Double. He was, bro. There was something crazy I read this even before Oscar Robertson. Before the Bus family owned the Lakers, right? Like the previous owner, and I'm honestly sorry for not knowing this. Of Mm -hmm. course, what the previous owner said realistically the laker franchise this franchise that we love mm-hmm. historic this 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 in the like 50s or 60s whatever mm-hmm. was about to go bankrupt and just disappear as a whole mm-hmm. fan franchise if it wasn't single-handedly for elgin baylor like he like the owner credits him for the reason mm-hmm. that his franchise was even able to stay afloat <laughs> bro and now we see what the lakers have become by 2021 that's mm-hmm. humongous man because he had that's he humongous. had certain accomplishments that even though we know basketball is only it's the biggest it's ever been today, mm-hmm. but at a point still for people who care, it was important, right? And so a person like him, who I think I saw won Rookie of the Year, mm-hmm. but also... He won Rookie of the Year? I think he won Rookie of the Year, but he also won the finals. I, it was All-Star MVP. Won All-Star MVP that year. Yeah, yeah. He won Rookie of the Year and All-Star MVP Savior. That's swag. That's, that's swag, swag, bro. Swag, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking swag for sure. So, shouts out to the legend. Mm-hmm. But um, moving right along in some more, um, in some non-basketball related news to start us off, just because it was brought to our attention, shouts yeah. out to Deej, it was that um, Ronaldo actually was placed on the transfer market today, soccer-wise. Which, Ronaldo being placed on the transfer market today, on top of the fact that it is widespread news and known that Messi wanted out this summer two it's just showing that a two of the biggest names in the moving on. are trying to move on a um, b we're watching them on the back side of their careers like true yeah. back side of their careers in ronaldo what seem what seems to be for both of them i don't want to just put it on ronaldo even though we know his personality so for both of them seems to be their last like win now scenarios their last like let's get what i can get there i know the last my, meaningful wins that they can yeah. get in the soccer world because let's be honest ronaldo at age I don't even know, 43 or 44 playing in the MLS. It's still going to lead. If he comes over here or something. It's still going to lead in scoring. Bro, it might lead in scoring. It might end up actually (laughs) winning. (laughs) Might be just something stupid, but it's like, you know, no one cares about that win as much as they care about winning, like, Obviously, like the Prime or Serie A or the Prime or or La Liga or 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 anything like that. Any, like, the big leagues. And so, we definitely are going to keep an eye out for that. So, just giving an update there. And Mm -hmm. then, moving on to basketball news, one thing that I do want to mention before we get into the news for sure is an update on Delonte West. Is, as you guys know, Mark Cuban. And Mark Cuban went, found Delonte West, put him up in a um, nice rehabilitation situation, and kind of set him up to get him back on his feet, which is beautiful seeing owners actually take stock into past players' lives that were on their teams, were not on their teams, whatever. Delonte West was on his team but even moving on from that now it is dope seeing delante west is clean and is now working at that rehabilitation center trying to help other people which is beautiful to see so shouts out to delante west but moving yeah, right, super nice to see yes sir ski moving right along to other laker news though or just other news in general mm-hmm. Um, the big injuries that happened this past mm-hmm. week was two kind of of the number one, one people yeah. being watched in the league right now which is lebron james on the Lakers. no no stop it 
stop it. We're not doing that. We're not doing that because that's so unfair to LeBron. That's so unfair to everyone else. We got to Lumelo. We what we just saw was the goat get injured, and we just saw the lamb. <laughs> the goat and the baby goat. <laughs> I don't know. It's like a ba- I don't know what a baby goat's called, but I love that's how niggas, that. bro. Niggas called um, Tyler Harrow the baby goat, and his prime lasted four months. <laughs> bro, <laughs> let me stop. Though. People gave people gave put too much pressure on him to put be way an too all much star the next year. That man's a young man who's randomly popping off in the bubble, and he's gonna be an NBA star. He's gonna be a good but player, you can't bro. expect him to be like <laughs> niggas. No. Niggas became so disrespectful to Tyler Hero after his like he snarled and niggas hated him after that one snarl. But anyway, I loved it. LeBron I and um, LeBron. Yeah. And Lamelo got injured in this past week. We're definitely a Lamelo seems to be um, season. Well, it is season ending. It looks like the Hornets aren't really yeah. taking a chance there, especially when it comes to um, him being what looks like to be their franchise player. So that's understandable. We expect a lot from Lamelo. We wish him a speedy recovery. You know how we feel. That's my favorite player in the NBA right now. Just being real, especially when it comes to young talent, young players. So always going to give prayers and love there. But even speaking on the LeBron, he situation, could be back if they make playoffs. He could be back if they make playoffs. But speaking about the LeBron <laughs> situation, even. Um, like seeing how he got mm-hmm. injured and then seeing how Schroeder it looks like he just got injured but it's a slight injury mm-hmm. like people are saying that the Lakers look like that team that Kobe team but without Kobe you know what I'm saying like the Lakers are yeah, looking, looking cute which I think y'all are haters because they're not looking like that nah, they're, looking, like, they're looking at the end of the day like, but not they're, like they're not about to look like they're not even about to look like a playoff team when you don't have Three of your best players. You know what I'm saying? What? But, you don't have your one, two, or three option. Duh. Like, like people have to just be real. Duh. But I think they're still definitely going to make playoffs. They're way too far of a lead to really blow that. I, eh, I, I think. And at the end of the day, LeBron has got a sprained ankle. Like I know he's older and it looks bad or whatever. And this, that, and the third. This man's built a little bit different than us. Oh, like, for sure. He's going to be back in not too long, and it's going to be business as normal. And in usual. the words of D Wade, like. That's yeah, him. That's like him. the man, the man above. He said LeBron does exactly what he's seen hundreds of other players do. But he said there's just the one difference is God gave him everything, and so mm-hmm. like we know Bron's gonna be back better than ever. I, I, I'm not gonna use this opportunity like I was gonna use before. We're gonna save the conversation possibly about Adam Silver for another yeah. time, just in case. I, I, but I, I do need to say though, because this is an interesting point where we're at. Because while we know to be true, the fact that Bron's gonna bounce back pretty fast, and then it's just gonna be business as usual. The playoffs are gonna happen. He's gonna be there cool this him being injured and out though really has brought up a huge conversation around the fact that people don't know and they're scat really searching for more now than ever who is that face of the league to where bronze out steph is injured and like two of the most important players in basketball and people need that that guy bro they need that guy playing to be able to enjoy it i'm not gonna lie who to is you. that i think sports center youtube like a bunch of like be quiet, a lot bro. of a lot of people like i'm not gonna lie to you like lebron being injured is it sucks it's Don't like gold roger it does, it, like I get that, and I want to give LeBron his credit where his credit's due, but I think this truly shows the value of some of these young players, because, bro, Bron got injured. The number one person they've spoken about all year when it comes to clicks has been LaMelo. Oh, for sure. Right? And so you think Bron gets injured, all right, we're just going to double down on We're just going to double down on all of the... Like, these niggas, LaMelo will, like, walk to the left. They'll be like, LaMelo Ball and his and his father are beefing. Like, that'll yeah, be, like, the title yeah, yeah. of a video, because they love clicks when it comes to that nigga. LaMelo yells at ref. You, you know what and I'm it's saying? It's like him talking to his teammates in that direction. Everything clickbaity with him yeah. what are y'all gonna talk about now 
Are y'all actually gonna have to do your job? Are y'all actually gonna have to get back to reporting? They don't have <laughs> to, bro, because they're just gonna start slandering some people. And they're they're gonna just gonna, gonna start like, slandering people comedy. now. Like, bro, we'll see. So I'm interested to yeah. see that. And in all honesty, one last thing that I wanted to mention, not really do too much of a deep dive on, obviously say the shit you gotta say yeah. about it, is the Rockets being on such a... They just snapped a 20-game losing streak, which is crazy that they were on a 20-game losing streak. But they snapped you a 20... See, uh, also, to the, the fact that they were at Toronto, which is now on a nine-game losing streak, which mm-hmm. is now the NBA record because previously it was mm-hmm. the Rockets. And people are thinking like as early as this week, just because the trade deadline's in a few days, that Kyle Lowry might be on a contender soon. Like mm-hmm. there are players that are looking like they might just be out of that situation ASAP. Mm-hmm. Like there's people scrambling because of injuries. Like Aaron Gordon's been a big name in contention just, right now. He like, wanted, he has to be traded. A lot of a lot of teams are looking like it's time to like make moves immediately now. So I'm interested to see what happens in the next couple of weeks. But one thing I want to say with the Rocket situation, which we've seen with a lot of black coaches in particular, but coaches in <laughs> general and i don't want to mm-hmm. use and one when i say names in the next few minutes next feel like a brad stevens or steve nash or anything like that none of that is ever disrespect to those people because i think those people are great coaches they're doing like good jobs blah, mm-hmm. blah blah but you see like steve nash was put in a coaching job and he has kd Kyrie, and james harden right and don't get me wrong he didn't expect the james harden prior right and brad stevens was put in a coaching situation where these were playoff contenders these were good teams this is whatever right and he was he, he was heralded to this level of coach we saw the level that steve curves heralded we won't even speak on that like all these kind of things but when steven silas gets put on a rockets team that already look like they might historically have one of the worst front offices in history because of the moves that they've been making the mm-hmm. way that they've been traveling and then your star player your franchise player james harden wants to leave mm-hmm. and now a lot of people like the way i just want people to pray for and i want people to not just that but to look after like the mental and to be a little bit more empathetic towards steven silas because people are trying to vindicate him off of this one season when it looks like he walked into a dumpster fire and we see how hard it is like look. we've seen on discussion on i am athlete about black coaches even trying to break into some of these industries and a lot of the times they'll break in and be put in dumpster Mm -hmm. fire situations and if they don't turn around immediately they'll be passed on and then forgotten about i don't think i think the rockets are going to be a little bit different i think because at the end of the day like we understand the nba like rebuilding process and like when teams are kind of in the shaky period and things like that to where there's a little bit more grace with that we've seen it with certain teams like the hawks i mean they only just now part ways with lloyd pierce you know and it's a little bit different from the nfl in the sense that it seems like in the nfl they turn over coaches assistant coaches all these things like it's nothing you know mm-hmm. however i am kind of eager to see how this plays out too because this is going to be telling to what they think about these uh, coaches as well as just coaches that are like especially how they treat like just keeping it a buck like black coaches or coaches of color and things like that so i think it's hard to say right now what's gonna happen but i'm excited to see if they end up keeping some of the players that they've made moves for how things turn out if they end up keeping the wall if they end up keeping like the (laughs) oladipo you know if they end up doing Mm -hmm. certain things i think they need to make big moves to just a blow it up blow it up but get all the way all the way all the way 100% like beside like I just Mm -hmm. want the front office blown up I need Steven Silas to be given a few years like I think and then give him grace to like actually see if he's doing a good job in the rebuild exactly because you don't there's no expectation but if you're doing all right it's like okay this might turn into something when we actually have the pieces like look at the kings for instance like we're watching their front court look like they're both look like averaging great points and they're Mm -hmm. building a team that looks a lot better and is getting better historically from what the kings have been you know what i'm saying yeah but it took some time but to be fair too with what the kings have i think 
it's it's hard to judge them when they're in the West and like how deep the West is and how they're getting to where they need to be, but they're still not there. But there is a lot of speculation on that man Luke, and they're like, oh, bro, yeah, get him out of here too. Oh, yeah, that nigga got to get out of here. And too. I don't. I'm, say, I'm saying in terms of just yeah. giving people grace. I'm just saying, time, man, but... y'all have somebody with pure job security who's never going to lose their job unless they don't want to be there anymore running one of the biggest teams in the nba and i remember in clutch moments where his team had the ball on the opposite side of the court and needed to advance or didn't even need to advance just shit needed a a moment because i think there was like two seconds left on the clock and no one called timeout and there was a timeout left no one called timeout, and then they ended up not being able to cross the half, and then the game ex- ex- clock expired and nothing. I'm just like, yo, at the end of the day, I get letting the player play if that's what they want or things like that, but A, it didn't even end up in the hands of who you wanted it to end up, I'm pretty sure, and on top of that, you had a timeout, so why didn't you call it? I'm not going to say his name rhymes with P per, but I expected more than you, you know, so. <laughs> no, nah, but that's all jokes aside on that. I'm just curious to see how this plays out even more, but we got some more shit to get into, so let's go ahead and get yes, into sir, it. Yes, sir, So then the last thing, we have two conversations, and they are shorter conversations, to be quite honest, from my opinions, but yeah. one was Draymond Green recently just went a little bit <coughs> under fire because, well, he's been getting killed all day, roasted, because he said, which one to be great he's he is, supposed to i'm saying he's supposed to feel like he's, he's supposed to he's supposed to feel like this. he's wrong but, he's, but he, to he's super wrong but he thinks he's <laughs> the greatest defender in nba history right and he said that today i didn't watch enough nba to say that like all throughout history but, but that being I'm said i'm giving draymond a solid in my humble opinion he got a solid top 15 prime games. draymond i would give a top 10 I, I think he can be top 10 but i'm gonna comfortably safely say top 15 because on those be golden 10. state teams we also have to remember draymond's what like a six nine mm-hmm. we had him guarding the four and five and that was at a time where teams weren't just yet emulating the golden state model so draymond was still guarding the post with a, a four and five. lot of bigger guys mm-hmm. and on different like methods of play like it wasn't like He's guarding these people out on like the perimeter. Like you said, he was in the post getting banged on by like big dudes and he was holding his own. So I want to so. give him his credit where credit's due. That being said, like my question to you would be, at least with this one before we go to the next one, would mm-hmm. be who would you go for as your best defender in history? Because my answer is just Tony Allen. But that's only because, A, mm-hmm. we watched Tony Allen be a dog. You said something hilarious was he's who they tried to sell us the Patrick Beverly yeah, to be. Yeah. But, like, which is true because Tony Allen was a real dog. That Pat Bev narrative got out of here in two years. And I'm happy Bro, I'm that telling Pat you, it was, was a Tim's on the beach. Everybody and get his it was money. Tim's on the beach. He got he's signed. not like that. He's not like that. He got signed crazy for Tim's on the beach. But, like, but he was able to get his money. So for sure. Young black man, please get paid. I'm never going to hate on that. Yeah. But, like, me. Just the fact that Kobe and KD both said he was one of the hardest yeah. people to ever defend them. Kobe said it was the hardest to defend him. I'm gonna go with Tony Allen. But who would you say from I, what you've seen? No, because this is what I, this is from what I've seen. Like at the end of the day, I was sitting there thinking about that conversation, and I was trying to think of people I thought were better defenders than Draymond. Just to be honest, and immediately, it was hard to argue a lot of people. Like there was very some, hard because we got to get. And so respect. to be fair, I'm probably gonna definitively say he is top ten. But at the end of the day. There was one person who, keep in mind, I didn't remember the Kobe sh- of Kobe saying it. I didn't remember the KD, KD saying it. I was just thinking to myself and replaying my years of watching NBA basketball and hitting the eye test. And I was like, yo, I remember one man being a dog even into his later years playing in defense. This and that man, playing, Tony Allen, was kind of You know how different. hard it is like, to kind play of NBA defense? Different. 
in at your older years why do you think once you hit your 30s like those like three all you guys those three and d players all like they truly offense. like the matt barnes is like the people that would really come in in 30 something years old and hustle out defense no wonder y'all wonder why these niggas had 14 year mm-hmm. nba careers you know what i'm saying because they worked like it is hard the hardest cardio on the court isn't offense Mm-hmm. It's defense for sure. Like, bro, mm-hmm. keeping up with some of these dogs and chasing them around, lateral movements, all of that, difficult. So Tony Allen was doing that at a high level in his 30s, mm-hmm. happily, because that's all he knew he had to do. That's he said, great. bro, I'm going to guard someone. And <laughs> it, he was he was able to bring such value through his defense, because at the end of the day, he was a straight offensive player. I think people didn't give him enough credit there, too, because I've seen that man randomly be a bucket at times. And it's just like, yo, I didn't know you had that in you. But that's no, neat. I just watched them leave him open. Like, that's cool. Like, <laughs> I watched them just leave that nigga open. No offense to him. But. Nah, there was definitely moments he turned up. I'm not saying they happened a lot, but there was moments. <laughs> but it was just the fact that he had so much value on a defensive side that a lot of great, like, generational players wanted him on their team because he's like, well, we need somebody like that to make win a championship. So, shout out to that, to Tony Allen. But, man, Draymond, I respect you, bro. I'm just saying this. Cause I made a tweet about it. Draymond, it's hard for him... It, no, it's hard for people to say, like, a Hakeem Olajuwon and all these, because I get, like, guarding defender, like, uh, big post players or whatever. This guy was great, you know, <laughs> Matumbo, you know, whatever. But guarding players one through five, especially, like, like a Draymond, who was guarding, who at times during, like, finals runs or playoff runs had to guard, like, a Kyrie, had to guard, like, a Harden, you know? When seeing that shit and seeing him hold his own up, for the, the just hold his own to be honest knowing that if it was elijah on the other side of that he's getting mixed bro his knees are wobbly he's getting dropped like it's bad for him it's bad for him like seeing that i i i, I just knew certain opinions to ignore but <laughs> he said it's bad for him. it's quiet it's quiet bro bro that's funny as shit all right so we came to a good consensus there yeah. so then the next thing that came up that was a bit of a discussion this week which will kind of end on this note for sure mm-hmm. we'll see comment we'll see comment is Kyrie versus ai like Man. a lot of people this week were kind of asking Who's a better player? In their generation, in, in their generation and their impact, I think it's a lot of people get hung. Because I'm immediately I'll let you say, go first. I'm go, immediately going to get all your shit off. I'm going to immediately say Kyrie. Immediately. That's just what I believe. However, I think this conversation's only happening because of what Iverson was able to accomplish, grand scheme of things, even on like the scope of just basketball and things like that, even though he never won and Kyrie did, and people are still not taking that into account, whatever. But Kyrie's not, I know Kyrie, Kyrie wasn't an MVP. And I, he wasn't was an he MVP. Was he ever a scoring leader? I'm going to say this. No, he was AI did it four times. I think AI, at the end of the day, All-Star? if I need AI to be... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm still going to say Kyrie, and because, again, like in his thing, Kyrie isn't as dominant in his generation as AI was in his generation. And that's where that point was leading to because I seen the crazy shit, you know what I mean? Like, I get why people are having that conversation, but it's just different, bro. And the shit that Kyrie's doing is a lot from AI that he's even doing at a different level. Like, a lot of things, like, people held the Isaiah Thomas, like, OG for, the AIs for, things like that. The handles, you're not even giving it a chance compared to someone like a Kyrie because this man's doing it at such a high level. It's different. But he's just not... He's a better basketball player. Is he going to be as iconic? I don't believe so. Is he going to... Maybe if he keeps winning and they get things, he might be able to do that. Yeah, but 
I, I think just inherently just looking at them playing basketball, he's better. But that's not a conversation that needs to be had because they're so different and what they're trying to accomplish from basketball, what they take out of it, and what their approach to it. See, to me, it's funny because I'm going to echo a little bit of the sentiment that Stephen A. said. And I have to say this with a grain of salt because, yes, we know if you've researched sports or if you pay attention to basketball. like Steve, Steve, not, but Kyrie Clutch. Stephen A. is um, somebody who's, who, who's career. Career. He owe, he he even says himself he owes his career to Allen Iverson mm-hmm. because he was able to directly color cover Allen Iverson in Philadelphia during the AI period where he was the big dog, the biggest dude on the planet, the nigga that made mm-hmm. me faint meeting him. You know what I'm saying? Like like the coolest, the, the coolest. When AI was God, right? He Stephen A. happened to be able to be right place, right time, the reporter that was covering that. So he's always going. To, so I understand he put a little bit more spice and a little bit more sauce on it the way he said it. But that being said, it's like look. No one with working eyeballs who watches the NBA should ever in their life say that Kyrie is a worse basketball player than AI. Because AI himself says that Kyrie has the best handles in history. He says it himself. But that being said, if you were to start a franchise, like just change it, like yes, Kyrie is a better player than AI. Starting a franchise, there is not one instance, not the one, like AI zero, like zero, zero through ten. Like give me a hundred franchises, mm-hmm. give me ten franchises, give me one. There's not one of them that I'm choosing to start a Kyrie and isn't that starting crazy? Because because I, I agree with you. Because I agree with because, you. Because let's just be honest. Like we saw, we saw a franchise where Kyrie was the one option. They became a lottery team mm-hmm. where he was the by far the best player on the team. When Allen Iverson was by far the best player of the team, which will be clear about the fact that. Because of the momentum, we know what momentum does Mm -hmm. in sports, but that team also had a six-man of the year, I believe, and a defensive player of the year on that Sixers team on that side. Let's just be very clear. But we saw him go to the finals. You know what I'm saying? Like, off of being by far the best offensive threat on this team. um, AI is a much better leader. He's somebody that wants that moment in terms of leadership. He wants to create the vibe for his people so that they know that can win. And he wants to be the Moses that takes you to the Mm -hmm. promised land. Kyrie treats basketball, which I'm not saying this disrespectfully, Mm -hmm. At all mm-hmm. because I think it's the most player shit ever. That Kyrie is just shitting on y'all every single week. Like the niggas that go out here and try so hard to like be like, oh bro, you should be this, you should be that. Kyrie treats hooping like a nine to five. He treats it like his job. Like this nigga is missing this weekend, like fucking trip to mm-hmm. which people are speculating. He's missing this few day trip, like three day game yeah. trip, whatever. It's his birthday weekend. You so, know what I'm saying? He said his family issues. He said family and issues. As soon as you say that, it could just be a birthday shit. I'm not even going to touch but, it. But even then, but it's, I'm not but, trying to. Uh, but I feel you. I know what you're saying. And I just. That's and, why. Yeah. So, so yeah. let me just finish yeah. it then. Because you know what I'm saying. I get what they you're saying. don't. But it's like, bro, y'all work a regular ass job. And when it's your birthday, y'all take PTO. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Y'all take time off. Y'all take time this. You don't think that your business is working at a fractionally less percentage <laughs> while you're not that, there? Bro. Let's be real. I'm never like, going to my job like, when like, I'm working. Bro, when I'm, I'm, I'm like day. every single time that I've worked, like let's just even use basic business because we won't even talk about you being like the senior management at a yeah. company or this at a company yeah. or this at a company. Bro, as servers, bro, we both served before, right? Mm-hmm. You were a great server. Mm-hmm. I was an outstanding server. When you are not there, right, on a day you are supposed to work, what is the number one thing you hear when you come in the next day? Damn, you bro, hear like, damn, bro, we could have used you yesterday. We missed you, like, we missed blah, 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 this. Of course your fucking job is going to miss you. You're on the roster and you do a good job. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But this man gets paid millions of dollars to play a game. He realizes yeah. that it's a game. He doesn't view it like people want him to view it. And he takes it like that. And I think that's the most baller shit I feel ever. like we have to clear something because this is, this is it. At the end of the day, 
Kyrie's love towards basketball, bro, it's, it's the passion's different, bro. And he, he genuinely, I can't say he treats basketball like a 9-to-5 because he doesn't. Like, his view, what, it's like, and, and I'll, let me explain what I mean. Because I know exactly what you're saying. I'm just going to expound on that just so people get this. It's the fact that he treats basketball, that's his passion. And he really loves it, the creative side of it, everything, the artistry, and just, like, what it means. And, like, really is a student of it. But the NBA is his job. And so, and so, like, the organization and, like, he has to show up and things like that. He's going to want to do the best he can in his job, and he's going to want to win. He wants to be a champion. Obviously, the moves he's made and what he's trying to do, he's trying to be a champion. But at the end of the day, it's his job. And people weren't even hating on, don't get me wrong, LeBron showed up a lot more. Don't get me wrong. But there was a lot of those LeBron teams on the East where you could tell, like, hey, if Bron was a little bit more this or if Bron didn't sit out here or if Bron didn't that, we could have been the first seed or the second seed or the third seed. Bron was one of those players that he knew he didn't give a fuck what seed he was. He was going to the finals, mm-hmm. right? Just because there was no use in pushing it. There was no use in that. It is what it is. We're going to the finals. Like, there were certain more. years, like the yeah. Miami years, he was like, I'm going to be in one. I'm going to let y'all know I'm one. Yeah. Or at least trying to. But, know. like, bro, I view the Kyrie shit the same way. Like, I don't think Kyrie is about to skip out on the fucking playoffs. He just sees James Harden is getting acclimated to this team you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. he's running this shit he looks like he should be in the mvp conversation if we're we're keeping it a bunch even when even when kd's on the court with him right now from what i'm seeing i'm so happy with the fact that it seems like james harden's leader of that team Mm -hmm. which he's happy for he was not he was not intended to be because bro kai and fucking kd both talked about it in a way where they just seem like they're both just like whatever about that leadership thing they said they'll split it james knows he's a leader so he just Mm -hmm. came in and was a leader bro there's a difference between people have to quit projecting what they believe other people should be like or think or this or Mm -hmm. that on other people but yes we won't say this just on so much of a caping for Kyrie tip Kyrie is a better basketball player than ai i'm choosing ai every single time yeah i I just want to round out my point because at the end of the day, I firmly, firmly believe Kyrie's better. He got the better handle. He's got the better fin. It's crazy because they have similar games, but he's got the better finishing. It's just an evolved. He's better. He's a better finisher. And I don't care what anyone say. He's better at it. Bro, it's an evolved. I've seen it. You cannot see the jelly this man be. No, we say this shit about Kobe all the time. How he literally took Jordan's firmware and upgraded it. Exactly. AI. Kyrie is literally the one person in NBA history. Steph is arguable too, but Steph did it in his own way and added the shot to it, which made it different. There's a marginal difference in their passing. But Kyrie literally took AI's fucking firmware and updated Mm -hmm. it. I think Kyrie got a better shot, and I think he's more clutch. The tough part, though, is the fact that. If I had to start a team, though, I'm still taking AI because Cause you want to lose. Those, those intangibles are different. Man. The intangibles are, are way different. too different. But I don't got shit else to say for sports. That was it, man. My name is Chuka. My name is Ezigo. We're going to catch y'all next week on the Sports Space. Yes, yes sir. sir.